because even like the techniques that I use when I paint, they're very like fast, they're very physical. And I'm, I am thinking a lot about like in the moment, like who are they? What am I trying to say? What are they doing? How are they feeling? Emerge, the official podcast of the Oxford Arts Alliance. Today, I'm talking with Lily Spots, whose solo exhibition, Perceptual Bodies, will be on display at the Oxford Arts Alliance from November 4th to December 16th, 2022, in the Emerging Artist Gallery. I wanted to speak with Lily about how her art comes across to viewers entering the gallery for the first time. We focus a lot of our time talking about her largest work in the show, Self-Portrait Number 1, a piece that stares at you directly when you come into the gallery. I also wanted to talk to her a little bit about her process and how she chooses models and those she works with. Um, yes. Hi, uh, I'm Lily Spots. Um, I am an artist. I focus mainly on figurative and portraiture work. Uh, I recently graduated from St. Mary's College of Maryland with a bachelor in studio art. And cool. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Thank you. Thank you for, for doing this. It's, uh, it's, it's always a pleasure talking to all the emerging artists and it's always, it's always very humbling, uh, knowing how much talent is actually in and around the Oxford area. Um, and I guess I wanted to just jump right in. Um, your show is called uh, Perceptual Bodies, and it's going to be on display um, until December 16th at the Oxford Arts Alliance Emerging Artists Gallery. Um, and it went up the uh, first Friday of November, right? Which was November 4th or something like that. So we got yeah. through our, our first opening night. Um, so... For perceptual bodies, I was reading through your artist statement, and it said that um, you you wrote that the subjects she chooses in her work are people familiar and meaningful to her, and who have impacted her journey towards self understanding. Can you elaborate that on that a little bit? Because I I don't know, um, it kind of caught my attention that it's that you seek out people familiar and meaningful, and not just kind of off the cuff anyone. Yeah. So kind of from the beginning when I, so my college experience was really strange because it was mostly on Zoom. Um, but the first painting class I ever took, um, my professor wanted us to focus on like one primary motif for like an extended period of time. And at the time I was living on campus in like a single dorm, the cinder block walls and virtually no interaction with anyone ever. Um, so there wasn't really a lot to be inspired by. So I ended up having to kind of look at myself more than I was anticipating. Um, and I started using my, myself as a model first. Um, and at first it was just like studies of the form and things that like I hadn't really done before. Cause before then I hadn't really painted. Um, and so it kind of evolved from there after a while, um, less focused on like the form itself and like the, um, you know, technical aspect of it and more like, okay, like what is this relationship that I have with this body that I'm painting and, you know, what does that mean for me? And, and so it kind of has evolved throughout my time at school to be a lot of my work is kind of thinking about the body as like an object that is representative of the experiences that it's had, um, but also how it can be impacted by how others see it um, or how others see those experiences. So it was a lot of like looking at myself and my own experiences and um, 
then from there, I, I started thinking about, you know, like the people in my life and the people who have, you know, been around as I've kind of like gotten to know more about myself and kind of developed more into like my own person through college and stuff. Um, and so then I was thinking like, you know, how, how are they experiencing the world and how do they feel about their bodies and how do other people feel about their bodies? And so it's been a lot of like, I, I kind of knew from the beginning, I wanted my work to be very personal, but I, but then it kind of evolved into like thinking about a further, like human experience of like being perceived and existing in a body. And like, that's weird and it's awkward and it's interesting. And so um, I still use myself as a model for a lot of things, but um, I've started branching out into like the people in my, in my life and um, people who, you know, have been part of that journey, but also who have like their own journeys that I've kind of been a part of for them. Um, so I feel like I really like having like that personal connection to my subjects because I feel like I have more to work with and I have more context for what I'm doing. And it's also just interesting to me to see what like outsiders say about those things or think about those things and not knowing the person. Um, so that's a big part of my work. I don't usually do like, I'm not, I'm not usually as like inspired by like other subjects that I'm not as familiar with because I feel like I don't have as much to say about their journey because I haven't been a part of it. Yeah. So it's, it sounds almost like you're, um, documenting kind of part of their journey or part of their experience. It's not just, it's not just the painting, but it's documenting kind of where they're at, where their, where their body is at, where they're at, where their journey's at, at that, at that certain point in time. Is that, is that a way to say it in a, in a way? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, that's actually perfect. Um, Cause even like the techniques that I use when I paint, they're very like fast, they're very physical. And I'm, I am thinking a lot about like, in the moment, like, who are they? What am I trying to say? What are they doing? How are they feeling? Um, so that's, that's a great way of, of saying it and thinking about it. Do you, do you tend to have your subjects in a one session sit down or do you tend to work with them over a course of time, but have to just work around the fact that they might change during that time? So I, I usually do just one session. Um, and it's usually like, not planned like it's usually like oh my gosh like I'm feeling really inspired by the moment like can I work from you um so I usually do like a lot of sketches in that moment I write down like you know how I'm feeling how they're feeling and then I kind of go back later on my own and I just kind of like sit down with the work to do it um but I do not like spending a lot of time on my work I know that's like weird but um I feel like if I, if I wait too long before, like between when I start it and when I finish it or finish it, um, I don't, I don't really feel as inspired because that moment has passed and they're a different person now. I guess one, one question as a follow-up to that, do you find that people are receptive to it or do you find that people are kind of like, what do you, what do you mean you want to paint me? Um, and because a lot of your work is dealing with, you know, um, the body, do you feel like there's pushback on that? Are people receptive? Are they shy, um, worried about, about how you're going to, um, perceive them? So that's a good question. So I, I work from people that I'm like close with. And so usually, usually they're more receptive than you'd think because they know me and they know my work. 
Um, but I often, often with like work like that, like it won't be, um, like I don't do nude figurative work of other people or I haven't yet. I mean, that would be something to explore. Um, but I haven't had a chance to really delve into that before. Um, but I have done work of, you know, my partner, Alex, and, you know, he's really usually receptive to that because it's, it's interesting seeing how he interacts with the work that I make because, um, sometimes he doesn't even recognize himself, but to me, it's like, you know, his essence, I guess. Um, um, but usually it's not like anything intrusive. I, like I said, I, I usually just sketch with people there and then I kind of sit with the work, um, and kind of create it on my own. Um, and people are usually interested to see what I'll do. Um, but it's not usually like a big thing. When you said that sometimes Alex doesn't recognize himself, um, that doesn't surprise me, I, I guess, because of that. Um, has he ever been shocked by it or has it, is it always just kind of like, Hmm, okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely more the latter, but I, I understand what you're saying. And that's like a lot of the, a lot of what I'm thinking about when I'm doing, especially like my self portraiture, I'm thinking about like, um, like the process of being perceived. And that's kind of where like the title came from because that's a big theme in all of the work. And I think that's why, um, like one of the reasons why some people are hesitant to even perceive the work itself because they um, can put themselves in the place of the subject and be uncomfortable with that vulnerability. Um, and I think that is something that is too, super, super normal and common and shared. And so I like exploring that discomfort and like, like having people sit with that discomfort and like ask themselves, why are you uncomfortable with your own body? You know, or why are you uncomfortable with how people are perceiving it differently than how you're perceiving it? And that's a big part of, you know, my thinking when I first started my most recent like big project, I was thinking about the frustrations that I've experienced in my life where, you know, I perceive myself one way, but I know that I'm perceived a different way. And I don't like that, but I don't know. I think it's, I think it's important to explore and think about that relationship and kind of be okay with that discomfort because it is just kind of part of existing, um, but also to kind of challenge, like, why does that happen? Like what in society has caused that to happen? So there's a lot of different viewers that come in to your exhibition or just that have come into contact with your art over the years, I assume. There's people that, um, I mean, everyone's body is different, but, you know, we're male, female, um, people that, uh, uh, you know, older people, younger people, people of all different sizes, all different shapes. Do you find that um, the perception of your artwork changes depending on the viewer? Or I yeah. guess the other the follow up to that is, do you want it to change depending on the viewer? Yeah, so I think I think that's a good question. Um, I think historically, you know, as someone who exists in a more feminine associated form, I think my work tends to be more easily received by people who can relate to that body and the experience of existing in that kind of body, um, especially in like a male dominated world. Um, 
but I think I that um, it's I'm I'm not intentionally catering my work to those types of people, but I am aware of the difference in the perception of my work. But I think the discomfort shared by everyone who sees it is like a similar experience. I feel like some people who may not relate to that experience or existing in that kind of body or being vulnerable in that kind of way, they could look at the work and see themselves as the viewer. And um, people who may be more familiar can look at the work and see themselves as the subject. And both of those roles are extremely uncomfortable to fill. I'm aware of that. Um, and so I think going, looking at my work, I feel like um, I would want it to be a very like introspective experience. Like, why am I feeling uncomfortable? What about this work is speaking to me? Like, how can I relate to it? And how can I not? Um, so I think the heart of creating my work is just like this constant asking myself questions and thinking about, you know, my relationship with myself and with other people. And I feel like I would want that same kind of thought process in the viewers, um, regardless of their identity and, and their experiences. Is there, is there a specific piece in the, in the show that you feel is, is the most vulnerable piece? In this, in this current show, not in your collection. So the, hmm, that's a good question. The biggest piece, the self-portrait number one, mm -hmm. it is part of a larger series that it was my senior, my senior capstone project in college. Um, and that that pro the process of making that series was like really even just the process of doing it was like extremely vulnerable for me creating it. Um, so when I see that piece, I just think of like the feelings that I had when I was making it and kind of like the self-discovery I had through it. And it is like very humbling to me. Um, but in terms of like the other pieces, um, it's really interesting because I, I don't see myself when I look at them anymore and I, I don't know that I ever did um but I I'm I painted myself in that moment as a way to like write something down about myself I guess and when I look at them now I don't think about I don't think about me like I I'm I feel separate from those and so those don't make me feel as vulnerable I think a big bigger more vulnerable aspect to my work is just having other people see it um, as being, since it is like so personal to me, not necessarily that it's like so exposed or so like taboo, I guess, but just that like this work has contributed a lot to, you know, how I see myself and kind of how I've developed a sense of self and a sense of identity. Um, and so that being perceived by people is terrifying to me. Um, but when people look at it, like that's not what they're seeing. Um, I don't think, <laughs> but that biggest piece, definitely when I look at that one, I, I have the most like uh, emotions associated with it, I guess. Going back to the whole documenting thing, it seems like you're documenting a certain feeling that you had at that point in time or a certain mood that you were in or a certain, I don't want to say a certain person that you were, that's not. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty accurate. I'm really, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like 
I am constantly changing and I feel like that's reflected in my work for me. Um, and so like, I'm definitely not the same person that I was as a, as I was when I painted, you know, some of those earlier pieces. Um, and so I don't connect them as much, but I, I see them and I think, okay, that's, that's a moment in time for me. And that's something that I had to go through to get here, but I don't look at it and I don't see, I don't look at it and see that's me. Oh my gosh. I'm nude and everybody's looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's interesting. Like the, it's interesting to me. Cause like the, the other thing I was thinking of when you mentioned that was like, there's a potential billion other paintings that you could have done in that case, because you, you just took a, a snapshot of something in this one moment of time, but had you waited a week, it might've been a completely different painting or, and I, I don't, I don't think I've met some, I mean, maybe I just haven't talked to enough artists. So maybe that's the problem, but, it's, but it, I, that, that just hasn't come up like that before. Like uh, that it's, it's that in the moment, like, do you, do you feel that's fair to say like, like with, with a lot of that work that, you know, if you like, it's a snapshot of that moment, but like, there's all these potential other things that could have been painted. Like, you know, if you waited a week or, or did it a month prior or a week prior, or, or do you think it would have changed that drastically in, in smaller amounts of time? I know it's a I, weird question. Sorry. No, no, you're, I, I do. I do think that, you know, the choices I made with, um, you know, color or like, you know, my pose or the composition, like anything like that, I could have changed significantly from, um, day to day. Um, because I don't spend longer than a day on, on any of my work, except for like the big pieces that need to dry in between. And usually I do those in like two consecutive days. Um, so I don't know. And I, I think, and I don't like the, I, like, I know that I could potentially go back to a piece and continue working on it to change it, but I don't think that that would be, I, it would no longer be an accurate reflection of, of me as an artist in that moment. Um, so yeah, I, I guess it's, I guess it's strange, but. No, no, it's, it's, no. it's interesting. I, I, it's, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's the, I guess it's the same, you know, I'm a musician, so I relate things back to music a lot, but, but you know, a lot of jazz music and a lot of improvisational music forms that it's kind of what it's supposed to be. And, you know, it's supposed to be the spur of the moment type thing um especially when you're soloing and i've always found it really strange going back and, and rewriting a solo like i don't really do that often right um, because it's supposed to be improvisational so it feels inauthentic to me not saying that what you're doing is inauthentic to go back and fix something up but like i've always felt really strange if i've if i've been playing music and there's an improvisational part that i'm supposed to do and i improv it on night one and then tweak the improvisation on the the following couple nights I always just like knowing myself I always just go back and read like just whatever comes out comes out um so I guess to bring that around it's a, it's a very like you know coming from a musician what you're the what you're describing in your art is like a very musical thing to me it's just a very like jazzy improvisational um outlook like like a lot of that music is a snapshot in time Anyway, it's, it's interesting, like how relatable to music that is, because I, I, I know, I don't know, I guess improvisational is a, not, is that a word that comes up a lot in, in art or it's a huge word in music, but. Yeah, I think it's really funny you say that. Um, I, 
I really do feel that way about my work. And I have used that word to describe kind of what I do, especially with like the bigger works. And when I'm adding like the final layer of chalk and I'm just like doing what feels right in the moment, I don't really plan anything when it comes to that. But I feel like in like the bigger art world, that word would be frowned on so much. (laughs) Really? Because people like planning and they want to feel that you've put a lot into your work and that means planning but to me it, it doesn't because it doesn't feel authentic to myself in the moment if I if I have to spend that much time planning out what I'm doing then I feel like it's not I don't know that I'm not like just embracing how I'm feeling in the moment but um so no I haven't heard that word associated with art uh, very often um but I like I like your description of it I, I love jazz I love improv I love music so I feel like that is a wonderful thing to associate it with we, we were talking a lot about self-portrait number one and that that really is the centerpiece of that room when you walk in um I noticed that work and uh, there's one called maybe it's Alex um but there's that work looks directly at the viewer there's it's not just the body it's it's looking right at you almost kind of daring you to to say something or at least that's how I felt um when when I saw it um it was that was that intentional or yeah yeah definitely so when I when Caitlin first offered me this show that and I was like kind of very rapidly thinking like okay well what do I want to what do I want to have in it what do I want to say what do I want to do the only thing that was like definite right from the beginning was I wanted that piece and I wanted it to be the first thing you saw when you came in and it's for that reason. So I, as I mentioned, that that piece is part of a larger series. Um, it was a series of six nude self-portraits and they were all like larger than life. Um, I had three of that size and then three that were um, like twice that size and like oh, vertical. Wow. Yeah. So they were full body and then there were three busts. And um, when they were, when they were shown, they were put on like at like a corner of the gallery wall so that when you like stood and you faced that corner, you were kind of like surrounded. Um, And that's, that's kind of like the most recent direction that my work has gone. Um, And the whole focus on that series and that, that um, body of work was, it started as um, kind of like a, challenge to how women have historically been represented in art. Um, And so that's why I kind of included that in my statement too. Um, When I was making those pieces, I was thinking about, you know, artists like Edgar Degas, artists that are really well known for their figurative work, um, who tended to have women as their subjects in very passive roles. And Um, A lot of that work is kind of catered towards uh, the male gaze, as it's um, called. And so I really wanted to reject that because I feel that that, the the male gaze has like led to a lot of these ideas of like being perceived in a certain way um, and society kind of typically catering more towards the male gaze and the male viewer. Um, So I really wanted my work to challenge that. And so that piece was the first one I made in the series. And I was thinking of like all those passive subjects, all those women who were like in, you know, Degas work, 
um, who were not facing the viewer. They were, you know, smaller in the frame and, you know, not, and like doing, I don't know, some womanly activity like cleaning or something. Um, and um, I really wanted to just make like the antithesis to that. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to make this big and I want it to challenge the viewer. And in that context, I wanted it to, I wanted to make it confrontational. I wanted it to make it uncomfortable and I wanted to make it me because I was mad <laughs> about those traditions and the fact that, you know, women throughout history have been put in that position. Um, and in this context, I I wanted the same kind of like confrontational effect. And I wanted that kind of challenge, but it was more that I I wanted to have um, a challenge for the viewers to kind of keep an open mind and to consider how they're choosing to view the work and how they're going to connect with it and to kind of go beyond the surface of, you know, the taboo of the feminine form or associations with historical traditions of how it's been represented and to kind of think deeper about that and to kind of put themselves in that place um, or to think about how, you know, they could be in that place. Um, so it was extremely intentional. Um, and I, yeah, I, I want it to be the first thing people see when they walk in because I want, I want it to kind of challenge them to think differently about the work than maybe work similar to it that they've seen before. It, when you mentioned Degas, the first thing I thought of is like, I don't, I don't know why this popped into my head, but I thought of that gallery covered in paintings of ballerinas. And, I, and in the back of my head, I was like, none of them are looking at the viewer. Like none of them. It's all like you said, the male gaze. I, I for some reason, my ma my brain went to all of the ballerinas uh, in that specific gallery. And um, I think, you know, not that this is my decision to say that you've accomplished it or not, but like you, you definitely have, at least in my opinion, if, if that's what you set out to do, you've succeeded because it's one of the few shows that I've walked into that the show looked back at me, um, which sounds oddly horrifying, um, <laughs> but but, uh, you know, looking at like you were talking about that, that I don't, I don't know why the Degas thing stuck out in my head, but I just pictured like his there's all those all of those works where there's ballerinas, but none of them are looking at you. And you're you're always like in this concealed position. You're the viewer. You're viewing something that um, you're viewing someone else that may or may not know that you're there. So I think that I. I still feel the same way about that work that I do the others and that like when I look at that piece, I don't think about me and I don't think about, I don't recognize it as me, even though it is me. Um, but I do think a lot more about how I was feeling when I made it and the intention behind it. And I feel like, I feel like it, it's staring back at me in a way that's like, you did this, keep going. Um, and so I like to see how other people respond to that piece because it, it as I, as I kind of mentioned before, it definitely has the most like emotional associations for me, um, especially being like the first of that kind of piece that I've ever made. Um, and with that process. Um, but I think now for me, it kind of exists more as like 
a monument and a testament to like what I'm capable of as an artist. And then also like a monument of kind of a, a big moment of like self-realization. Um, making that piece was very like therapeutic for me. Um, but I think, I don't know, it doesn't feel like confrontational to me. Like I don't, I don't feel like I'm being confronted um, with, with the same thing, but I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm glad to hear that you feel it achieves that um, because it is one of the biggest things I was thinking of when I made it. Like for people like myself, right? So you, you go to art museums in Philadelphia and you see the Degas and you see the um, kind of how women have been portrayed in art all these years. And like you said, it is, it is a very like passive um, portrayal it's it's not shocking but it is it stops you in your in your tracks when you walk into the gallery and there there there's this female form that's staring to, not passively doing a ballerina stance or something like that or you're you know a, a woman in the park with a with a parasol and you, she may know you're there or may not it's it's looking directly at you and in again not confrontational but like you start to go through your thoughts of okay, why, why is this uncomfortable that some, like what, why, what expectation or what expectation did I have right? When, when I came in here and why is this not, not meeting that? And I, I, I think for me, while you were talking here, I think the, the expectation I had was, was, you know, those, those paintings, those like passive kinds of forms that, you know, if you go to the, uh, countless museums um or the artwork that we've been we've been taught and i mean it's just what's fed to us through society i i guess i personally have been trained to believe that that's that you know that's just the normal way to and i never really questioned it and now that this shows up it, it really did question it someone did describe the um the exhibition as gutsy um i think we've probably already answered that but <laughs> do you do any any idea why they would feel that way um, I, I, I agreed with them that it was gutsy. Um, but why, why do you think somebody would say that? So it's, it's interesting to me because I always kind of am surprised when I hear people say that. And I don't know why, because I know that it, it is different and, um, subverts expectations. You've heard people um, say that huh? You've heard people say that before about your work? Yeah, so I've I've heard different variations of people saying, you know, that it's brave to display this work or that you know it's um gutsy to have this kind of show. And I think that that is coming from I don't know, I think it's interesting. I I feel like it is kind of a result of people being uncomfortable with vulnerability. And with the thought of being vulnerable um, like that. And, but then also there's the taboo around the, the feminine form, but I don't think it's as much that I think people are, think that it's, I don't know, that it's gutsy to kind of have myself and my thoughts and my feelings about myself exposed like that. I don't, I don't really know how to respond to that in terms of like, someone thinking that it's brave for me to show work that's like that because I know that there are lots of people who have looked at my work and been like that could be me like yeah. the like people who 
like especially the pieces that don't have faces on them like I've had several women be like that could be me that could just be a painting of me and so I don't I think it's important to have it have that kind of work out there and so I don't feel like I I feel like <laughs> less brave and more spiteful in showing that kind of work um and feeling like you know it it needs to be seen and it needs to be part of the conversation brave implies to me that there's there's something wrong in the first yes. place yes exactly that, that that it's oh it's brave that you're doing that because like as a uh, you know it's it's brave that you're putting yourself out there in that way and and when he said that i was like i know what he means like i i i know it's a compliment in in his way of saying it right the gentleman that said gutsy but i i think in terms of gutsy and brave it's well why would it be is right. it like i guess there's two directions it can go it's just gutsy and brave because most of us don't we're not comfortable um putting a you know a, a nude portrait of ourselves out there but then it goes back to there's only one work in the show where you you're, you can see the face mm -hmm. it, like you said before there's everything else could be anyone else so that leads to this the second part um but spiteful is is almost like answering his question or his comment before he asks it that it's the, the, like the questions are kind of implicit because it's the person is looking at it and going, oh, that's brave. Wait, why do I think that that's brave? Exactly. Right. So I, when I first read this question, it, it made me angry at first because I was like, and I have, have it written down in my obnoxious stream of consciousness here, um, <laughs> that, that brave almost implies that I should be afraid of the repercussions or that being seen in this way is something to be afraid of. Um, but in reality, like, I'm not going to feel like, like, I'm not thinking about your discomfort and I'm not catering to your comfort. Um, so I don't feel like it's brave of me to do something that I know you're not going to agree with or that you're not, I know you're not familiar with because I, it's important for you to be familiar with it. And it's important for you to think about why it's making you uncomfortable. hope that you've enjoyed our conversation with Lily Spots, whose exhibition, Perceptual Bodies, is on display from November 4th until December 16th in the Emerging Artist Gallery at the Oxford Arts Alliance. For more information on the Oxford Arts Alliance and the work that we do, please visit www.oxfordart.org. <laughs>